But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys. Fatty, Fatty, Big Bride, Big Bride, and my cousin Vinny, and my cousin Vinny. What is going on, everybody? I am that fat guy. If you guys can hear us, let us know. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Illegal Ham to the Face. It is July fifth, two thousand. 22 and we're getting into our uh 4th july kind of uh revamp on the backside. so i have one core hurt here today and guess what he's back in studio people give it up i gotta get my mouse damn it there i, I got it my cousin Vinny. And <laughs> hey good morning everybody why am i you're not <laughs> muted i am muted then why are we getting a little reverb that's an excellent question. Well, we're about to find Dana. Well, oh, I was unmuted. I told you. I was muted before, though. That's all right. That's what I was saying. Thank you to that. Okay. Big Brad should be here a little bit later. Sorry about the echo and everything else starting out. But Vinny is back in studio with us at least for a couple weeks before he goes back to second shift, which he's loving every bit of it. Oh, yeah. But the great thing is, is with Vinny back. Comes back, my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Now, Vinny, while you were off a little bit, you popped in a couple times for us to give your top three. No, that was a fatty fail. Hold on. We got we got all of them now. That was a fatty fail. That was not a Vinny fail. That was a fatty fail. Uh, we have the Vinny fail. We have the Big Bri fail. Wow. And we have the Justin fail. Wow. Yeah, a lot of things have changed since you've been here. So everybody's got fails on this show. Wow. Um, But uh, that was a fatty fail because we were kind of rushing up here. I was watching Yellowstone with the wife before I came up and I got into the show and I, yeah, that's my fault. So on that note, we are going to get into our show today. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, Cavs with their max deal to Darius Garland, which is, I think, a huge thing. Uh, We're going to talk about the Guardians and the rough stretch they're in right now because they have not had a day off in like two weeks. It feels like and they've played so many doubleheaders and they're Kind of running on fumes right now. Uh, we will also get into the uh, Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson saga, the what it is and what's going on. Maybe even a little Baker talk to see if and when he is getting traded. And then we're going to get into our Fat Boy Tuesday, which is our 4th of July, what we did, and a little recap of the hot dog eating contest with Nick and Mickey over yesterday, which uh, Mickey has the belt again, so a little... Shout out to her, but there's some other things that happened that uh, behind the scenes I talked to Nick today about, so we'll get into that. And then we'll get into our top three cookout games. And the reason why I brought that up is during the summer, everybody has cookouts, and they all have different kind of stuff that they play while at the cookouts, whether it be 
bags, whether it be washer toss, whether it be badminton, volleyball, anything that you could think of. Um, we're going to get into those and see which ones are the best for us to do at a cookout. So on that note, our show is brought to you by Harold Keel and Lake Erie APA. Uh, finally got Vinny in here for our uh, our wonderful trip to Vegas coming yeah, up absolutely. here in a month. So Vinny, Super. how do you, how you feel? Me and Vinny kind of both rode the pine pony for our team and let our team just kick ass for us and just took credit. And so they did an amazing job. Yes, they did. Uh, that would be what August third through the drunk lawn darts. The, now that's a new one. The actual tournament. Uh, fourth through the ninth, right? The fourth through the ninth. Yeah, but we would be going. So third through the coming home on the tenth, technically. Now, if we do, no, we I we're trying to get out to Vegas, so I'm trying to get everybody. Uh, thank you. Ooh, little league baseball. Well, that's awesome, James. That's an amazing thing to do because they need the, all the help they can get. Hopefully, you're one of those umpires that kind of throw out people throughout the, uh, you know, the mom and dads and they're just chiming in there. Yeah, uh, that does mean a Vegas show. Uh, if, uh, that's, that's what I was getting at. If we do get out there and everything's set up, we will be having a Vegas show out there and it might be at one of the glorious buffets that uh, Vegas has to offer out there. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you don't ump, you do the books. Well, uh, you're at least, Hey, you gotta do something, especially with those kids today. I appreciate that wholeheartedly, man. Um, but yes, yeah, so when we, the best thing that, the, the, not the best thing to be. No, no, God, yeah. no. You get all them parents and everybody else all yelling at you at all times. Yeah, that's what. Just, that, just keep the books. Be just safe. Short fuse right there for me. <laughs> I'd be tossing people left and right. You're gone, right? <laughs> Why are you crying? That was my day. You're gone too. There's no crying in little league. Actually, I'd probably be like um, Leslie Nielsen in uh, Naked Gun with the strikes and the balls, where he's doing like a break dance and stuff. Is he, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Strike. <laughs> All right, but Harold has informed us. Now, Craig, I hope you're watching. I have your hat, another special goodie, and a gift card shipping out to you this week for winning the trivia last week, which you, you're killing our trivia. <laughs> but I got a little special gift for the delay because of the holiday and everything else. We've been kind of running rapid, especially with myself. And with my kids doing 900 different things right now, I haven't had time to package it all up and send it out. So I apologize. It will be out to you this week. I do have your address. But uh, Harold has informed us that he is taking care of membership fees if you would like to join the APA. Because we need more people. Let's have some fun. I mean, finally. Always looking for more people. Oh, yeah. And you know something? We might have a little fun time on Sundays. There's any day of the week. There's a league going on with exception of what Saturday. I think it is. I believe so. I think Saturday is the only one they have a Friday. You can play eight ball or you can just play nine ball or you can play both like Vinny and I do on Sundays. You just have a great time. Come out and he's covering membership fees. So if you like to play pool and like to join the APA, please get a hold of us here through Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube message us, email us. Um, anything of that nature and just let us know and we'll get you all set up and uh, we'll get you set up with a team. You know, if you need to find a team, if you don't want to find a team, you got your own team, set up your own team because uh, it's going to be some good things coming down the pipeline for 
Harold and the APA coming up here next, what, about a year or so? We had enough people to send two teams to Vegas Mm -hmm. this year, which in past years we've only had enough teams to, to really only send one. So we're right there at that cusp, you know, we're looking for, for more people. We're looking for more teams and stuff. Sign up, and we'll have even more teams going out to Vegas. So, yeah. Do you, do you want to bring in our special guest that's down there at the bottom? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, he's got his hat off and everything. He is. Oh, he can looks, we bring him in quick? No, he looks sweaty. <laughs> and there he is. There's Big Bri. What's going on, big fella? Hey. Yep, you got it. I'm a little sweaty. I've been hustling, so I made it here a couple minutes late. My bad. Yeah. Oh, that was eight, that was just for eight ball. Harold said they sent out two for nine ball as well. Right. So that's, four. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Four teams total coming from Cleveland going to Vegas. Right. This August to try to win the championship. And I'll tell you what, couldn't ask a better guy to run this play. He had so much fun. He takes care of everybody. You know, he's one of the nicest guys you can talk to, especially if you just need help with anything. Uh, get a hold of him. Yeah, he's he's truly amazing. I mean, we've got hats and T-shirts here to give away throughout this next few weeks for him and everything else, and he has been outstanding to us. Um, we love him. We love giving him crap, too. There's some other things behind the scenes that we can't talk about, like, you know, Brokeback Mountain, and because uh, <laughs> he, starts, he starts giggling when we start talking stuff like that. So... <laughs> But other Great than guy that, all the way around, Big Bri, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Yeah, living the dream, doing it, yeah. doing it right. Yeah, enjoying summer as best I can, I guess. Are Pop you seeing that ice cream? Yeah, yeah, another busy day. Um, you know, it's it's that time of year. Things get a little wild. Now I do have to ask because we haven't really talked that much. Is there a song that plays on your truck, or is it? Is it like Van Halen, the Ice Cream Man, or is yeah. it? Like, I've never know. heard that song. No, nope, no. I mean, I do a lot, I, quite a bit of singing to keep myself awake. I'm I driving bet. around from these from place to place. Little Montgomery Gentry. It's always a good one. I just throw the throw the phone on shuffle and see what comes up. That boy. I got the six seven hundred songs in my library, so. You don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> well, now that I got all three of us here, which is awesome, because it's been a while since all three of us have kind of been together because Vinny being on his two weeks at second shift and then <sighs> last week with Nick Weary on and bringing in Justin to help us out, which I still got a shout out, Justin. Thank you for coming in and helping out that uh, show. It really means a lot to me. And it means a lot to us. Um, but, Bri, we're getting killed on trivia by Craig. All right. I mean, he's just okay. clean, he's cleaning out the APA closet here. All right. Mm-hmm. So next week, <laughs> next week we'll still be doing our trivia. We'll still be doing the, uh, we'll still be doing our uh, trivia prizes with Mister B's. Probably throw in another APA hat and something else. So we'll get that going. But today it's your turn for trivia. Do you have a trivia question today? I got something for you. It's just a little oh, something I whipped together kind of last minute. It ain't great, but we'll see uh, We'll see how well you know the NFL in recent years. All right. Well, let's see if we get a Vinny fail because he hasn't pulled up anything yet to take care of our trivia. Well, I didn't know we were going to trivia. Well, yet. we're going to trivia now. All right. Well, that one. 
shit. Yes. And that's one. There we go. All right, here we go. Starting the show out great. <laughs> All right, our trivia is brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal. Get a hold of Papa V at curbappeal419.com. Uh, Eric, we will let you know here in the Fat Boy Tuesday segment of our show, yes, if we had any good eats over the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. So we'll let you know during our Fat Boy Tuesday segment, so stay tuned. All right, Brian, give it to me. Okay, so... Over the last five seasons in the NFL, I'm looking for the team or teams that have the most losses over the last five years. I'll tell you, there's two teams tied at the top with 59 losses apiece. (coughs) All right. Last five years. I think I got it. I think I know what you're talking about. I know, I, I think I have one. But I'm not sure about the second one. There've been some bad teams. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I believe our Cleveland team is in the top seven. No, Cleveland's number eight. I was close. Top eight. All right. <laughs> Cincinnati's top. Seven. Yeah. Let's see here. Yep, Cleveland, Detroit. Nope. <laughs> You'd be Ain't surprised. It? Well, You'd be... half it's not right. But. See, now here we go. Jay, I got teams flying in like crazy. This is not the gift card trivia. Next week is the gift card <laughs> trivia. Look at all you guys just homing in here. Wow, they're just flicked. All right, we're we're going to move along. Because, Jesus. Oh, I see a lot of uh, Jags, too. But it's not the Jags. I know it's not the Jags. You did nothing. You did nothing huh? for me. Uh, you're a stone face over there. What are you drinking, by the way? Oh, I'm just drinking some Freedom. Oh. Nice. Oh, well, of course, it <laughs> was America's Day yesterday. And, and now I did. Yeah, exactly got me. Did you dress up in the all-American flag uni? Nope. Nope. That's, uh, that only comes out once a year anymore. With the sunglasses and everything? Yeah, it wasn't today. There wasn't yesterday. No, I was pretty low key. I did have the uh, the stars and stripes Crocs on. I got those a couple of years ago for my birthday. So I don't wear them too often, but seemed appropriate yesterday. All right, all right. Well, Brian, we haven't done it in a very long time. Are you ready for it? No, no. I was hoping you forgot. <laughs> I couldn't forget. He's sitting right here. <laughs> He's like, are we doing my Pennsylvania's word of the day today? I'm like, of course we are. You're here. <laughs> we need a so. soft. Brian, here we go. We haven't had one of these in about feels like a month and a half. So 
Oh, get ready to bend over and touch your ankles. Here we go. All right. Cantankerous. Cantankerous. Oh, boy. Definitely word. Well, he gave us an easy one coming back, didn't he? I did. I wanted to be nice. All right, give us the A, B, C, D real quick. A, B, C, D. Uh, cantankerous is what is suitable for occasion or situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, difficult or irritating to deal with. C, to show or expose falseness of it. Or D, dazzle or impress with liveliness or wit. Here we go. All right. Well, Bri, we do have a little bit of shout-outs we got to do. Do you have any shout-outs you want to throw out this week, bud? Yeah, I'll be quick with it. Today's my brother's birthday, so shout-out to him, and shout-out to him and my wife, who started new jobs today. So they both have been at their previous jobs for several years, so they both started. It's kind of funny that uh, everybody's starting new careers, new jobs, Um like within six months of each other. So wish them all the best. Haven't talked to them today, but um, yeah, thinking a lot about them. All right. I have to shout out my beautiful wife, whose birthday was yesterday. Uh, took the boys out, saw some fireworks, everything else, kind of a low-key day for all of us. So happy birthday to her. Vinny, you have any shout-outs real quick? Uh, today is actually my daughter Ashlyn's birthday. Nice. Happy birthday, oh, Ashlyn. Happy birthday, Ashlyn. All right, well, let's get into our show here, Bri. We got a little bit of everything. We're going to touch base on pretty much everything and anything, all right? So the very first one out of the gate, we are going to get into the Cleveland Cavaliers have a max deal with point guard Darius Garland. They re-signed Ricky Rubio and also signed Robin Lopez. All right, so... How do you feel about uh, Darius getting the max deal here for Cleveland? And where does that leave Colin Sexton at right now? Um, with Garland, it, it, it kind of, I don't know, it seemed like a no-brainer. Um, I'm not saying, like, he's on the level of, like, LeBron or anything like that. But, like, he has shown over the last couple of years he's taken enough steps to show that uh, that he could potentially, you know, be a guy that we can build a team around and, you know, hopefully take us to the playoffs and take us far into the future. Um, so it's exciting to have a guy like that. I still don't know if he's necessarily like a superstar. Like to me, there's only maybe five to 10 superstars in the NBA. So I don't think he's quite there yet. I think he's like an emerging star, you know, maybe one or two more all-star appearances, maybe winning a playoff series. I think he can take that next step and, you know, hopefully rise to the level of somebody like a, a Trey Young, you know, like we saw in our playing game against Atlanta. Trey Young took over the game and he's the reason that they won. So we still need to see that from Darius. Um but right now it's a step in the right direction. It's something you kind of had to do. As far as Colin Sexton goes, I you know It'd be nice to have him as kind of a six man or something like that, but um, you just you can't have Garland and Sexton on the floor too many times for very long um, throughout an important game, just because they're both kind of the same guy. Uh, and clearly, the Cavs have put their flag in in one of those players, and 
Colin Sexton's a great player, don't get me wrong, but I think, you know, for all the bouquets people want to throw at Colby Altman for for hitting on the Evan Mobley pick, um, you know, Sexton and Garland are kind of the same player, and we can really only have one of them, so I think they're probably looking to move Sexton at this point. Well, and that's the other thing, because he's a restrictive free agent, so there's the Cavs can kind of, you know, it's kind of what happened with uh, Tristan Thompson. They let him go out and test free agency, and they can match whatever they wanted to. But, you know, right now nobody's biting at all. So it kind of, you know, we might be able to get him back on a cheaper deal than what, you know, this. But the biggest thing, and Justin brought this one up, they did trade Rubio and then re-signed him this year. So they re-signed him to a three-year it was like three year, $18 million contract. So like six mil a year, but mm-hmm. a lot of people, cause he won't be available again till I believe January with his knee injury, but mm-hmm. also having him in here, having a veteran presence. So you got Kevin Love, Robin Lopez and Ricky Rubio as a veteran presence here to kind of help out the youngsters move around, especially with all the youngsters they got. But also a lot of people are wondering about uh, packaging a deal and trying to get another wing to help out, um, especially with everything that's going on in the NBA landscape with Kyrie and Kevin Durant wanting traded out of Brooklyn and all this other craziness that's going on. I mean, it's crazy what's going on in the NBA right now. But on that note, I think it's a great deal that they signed Garland. I think Garland, I he he's the pulse of the team right now. Um, I think his huge step that he took this year to kind of help put the team on his back, control the team, and I think Rubio helping them out too, you know, teaching them how to do that. And doing. I think this is the smartest move that the Cavs have done in a while because you got him locked up for five more years. You got Jared Allen locked up on a similar contract. And you got Mobley now still on his rookie contract. So you got your three young bucks that you're trying to mold to get to a good spot. And I think, you know, granted, I think Mobley is going to be the unicorn of this team. But I think this team runs with Garland. I think Garland's going to be the guy that's going to be the leader of this team because it doesn't seem to me that Mobley is more as vocal as Garland would be. So, but I think I think this is a great move for the Cavs. I mean, it's finally we're finally taking a step forward instead of taking two steps back after LeBron leaves. So we got good draft picks. We're signing these draft picks, and we're still trying to piece together a team. So, um, Brian, yeah. how do you? Yeah. Well, you. You think about signing Garland to this max deal, um, and I think I heard it's the biggest deal in Cleveland Cavaliers history or something like that, the most money. So he's getting more money than LeBron, which seems kind of crazy, but it's just kind of the way the NBA is now. But it's like, um, you know, the NBA is just maybe a little bit different than the NFL because you think if you were to give a uh, – NFL quarterback, a starting quarterback, like a ton of money, $40, $45 million, and he doesn't live up to his potential. You're hurting for years because uh, because you threw all that money at him. Whereas in the NBA, you know, if Darius Garland doesn't turn into a superstar, if he's just kind of plateaus and he's just kind of a solid player for us, I don't think that hurts you too terribly bad, um, you know, because you can have other guys like Mobley and, uh, you know, whoever else you draft in the future kind of step up, maybe, uh, oh, shoot, oh, Ochai? Oh. Is that right? 
Abaji. Ochai Obaji? Yep. Okay. I don't know if that's right. It sounds good to me. I couldn't remember how to pronounce his first name there for a second. Um, you know, maybe he turns into something. So, you know, it's not like you're going all in and you need Darius Garland to turn into Steph Curry or something like that. So, um, yeah, he just needs to continue to progress. And you, you brought up, you know, where the NBA is, the landscape of the NBA, and it got me thinking, um, you know, obviously what we're missing is a playmaker on the wing, is a guy who can uh, really score from the outside. Kevin Durant's available. I know nobody wants to hear it. We don't like him. I don't like him personally either. But he's he would be the missing piece. I think if you could find a way to get him, you're championship contenders. And I know it feels a lot like selling your soul, and I hate him too, and I'll continue to hate him. But looking at it just strictly from a basketball standpoint, he can take you to that next level. And I – personally think you have enough to get him. I think if you package Sexton, Jared Allen, and maybe, um, you know, a, a draft pick, a first rounder, or Okoro, you know, maybe people are still buying into his potential. I think you have enough to go get him. Uh, um, but that's a very bold move. And he's a guy oh. who's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I want to go here. And then two years later, well, I'm not very happy. I want to go over here. So, I mean, from his personality standpoint, I'm not a fan. I'm not in. But from strictly a basketball standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. If you're trying to win now, you're trying to have a championship window over the next three, four, five years, I think you, you look into that. Yeah, but I, I think what Brooklyn would be asking for would be too much. Two, two, two all-stars. I think Sexton and, and Allen count as two all-stars. Well, technically, but I think they would want Mobley. I yeah, well, they, they would, would want Mobley. We're not going to give them Mobley. Well, yeah, but I'm just – I understand that. So, I mean, at that point in time, if they want Mobley, well, yes, they did, and we're not going to bring that up. But Justin said we already sold our souls when we brought Braun back the second time. Well, we sure. Hey, and wasn't 2016 one of the best years of your sports life? Yeah, because of them and the back then the Indians. That was one of the wildest rides that probably any city has been on, <laughs> and I'd do it again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'd definitely do it again. Yeah, and I don't realistically think it's going to happen. But, like I said, if you just look at it strictly X's and O's, what makes your team better, you know, Mobley, Durant, and Garland, I think is as good of a big three over the next five years as you're going to find. Yeah. And, I, like I said, I like what the Cavs are doing. You know, I, I have my, have my uh, quandaries about our GM because I always thought Dan ran the team, but he's actually been doing a really good job of piecing a lot of stuff together. And, you know, finally hitting on draft picks instead of, you know, <laughs> Anthony Bennett. Um, you know, just <laughs> things of that nature. But you don't want me to uh, bring up Mythic Okoro. Hey, he, hey, he to me to me, he this is this is career this next year. Oh, I yeah. mean, if he doesn't come through and make significant strides over this next year, I mean you know, it, it's an ugly business, but it, it's funny to think at 23 or 24 years old, you know, your career might be on the downside, but he's got to step up. He was a top five pick. You got to do better, man. You got to be at least starter quality. 
Well, that draft wasn't the greatest draft. Of, yeah. Well, you can always say that, but you find diamonds in the rough. The good GMs do, anyways. Well, that's true. And if they have the Benjamins, Duran is a possibility. Yeah, the only thing is, this is last year of the Love contract, too. So, I mean, this will probably be the last year. Kevin Love's here in Cleveland. Um, they'll get out of that contract, that $30 million contract that we wanted to get out of, like, what, four years ago? <laughs> But it's we'll finally, need, uh, we've got LeBron to thank for that one. A little knee jerk reaction, I think. Well, and then you know, also you know, the money that we paid Tristan Thompson and that he really didn't deserve, and just crazy. Twenty billion dollars, money ain't a it, thing. Money ain't a thing. Well, let's get into uh, <laughs> our guardians here, Bry. I got a. You got a Vinny? Oh yeah. Thank you. Our Guardians are in a tough stretch right now, Bri. They haven't had a day off in two weeks. They've been playing doubleheaders like crazy. Um, they did have fun with Minnesota while Minnesota was in town with a couple walk-offs. Then they ran into the Yankees. They ran into the Red Sox. And yesterday they dropped two to Detroit on a doubleheader. Um, they're running out of gas right now. They need a day off. Like I said, I think they haven't had a day off in two weeks almost. It seems like, and especially playing the amount of doubleheaders they had to play. I mean, they had to play a doubleheader with the Yankees. They had to play one with the Minnesota Twins. This one with Detroit. I mean, it's and it's just crazy. And I guess the month of July, they got 30 games in the month of July, I think is what I heard. So, they're gonna, yeah, the, the all-star break coming up is going to be a blessing to get these guys recharged because – no matter how much you try it, and I know it's baseball, being on that kind of a stretch every day, you know, playing every day gets to a point where you're getting tired. You're making sloppy mistakes. You're making mental errors. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We need a kind of a pick-me-up. So how do you feel about our guards during this stretch, Brian? I mean, you bring up good points, and I'm not going to kill them or anything like that, but I kind of said before we played the Twins and the Red Sox and the Yankees that now's their chance to show me something. And well, they like split against the Twins, basically got swept by the Red Sox and then, you know, lost two or three against the Yankees. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're probably tired because they're young and they don't have the stamina that maybe a veteran team does, but it's just, it points back to their youth. So it's to be expected, I guess. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the kick in the groin really was losing both of them to Detroit. Cause you think, well, after Sunday, their great performance, a great win against New York, maybe they can start getting something going and some momentum. And then uh, I, to be honest, I didn't even watch or keep track of anything that they did yesterday. So were the games close against the Tigers? Yeah, I mean, it was like one of them was four to one, one was five to three. But you okay. know, the thing that's that that's killing them right now, and you know, I, we I listened to a really big show today with uh, Paul and Paulus in charge today on the really big show, Bry. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Andre, not the um, I wouldn't even say one of the broadcast members there for Bally Sports and Party ESPN brought up today on their show when they were talking, you know. You, you got Jose, who's not acting like himself anymore right now either. Jose's dinged up. You got a lot of players. 
you got Framil who's still, I mean, I yeah, I don't think he could hit water with a boat right now the way he's playing. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Been a real tough but, year. I mean, it's just but you need everybody clicking for this team to work, or at least a few guys clicking every night for this team to work. And, you know, when you're having guys that aren't clicking, like, you know, my biggest thing is like Josh Naylor's playing great. Well, he just went down yesterday with back spasms. Uh, Jose's got a thumb injury. You got Sandy Leone and I don't even know who the other catcher is, but I mean, you got pieced together outfield, you got people coming in and out and you have the youngest roster in baseball. Now I want to bring something up to you, Brian, right now where they're sitting at right now, they're 40 and 38. Okay. Almost 80 games in. Do you think they would be right here where they're at? Probably figured they'd be a little worse. Um, I think, you know, the difference from where I thought they would be to where they are was that, that hot stretch that they had where they went, what, 17 and four or something like that? Yeah, they went, so, they went like 13 out of 14 or something. They went on a really big stretch. Right, but that's so a team because they can do stuff like that. That's that's kind of what baseball is. If you can catch fire for, you know, two or three weeks and really, you know, pack away a couple wins that maybe we weren't counting on, that's how you make the playoffs. So they're going to have to do that in the second half of the year. Maybe they might have to do it two different times. You know, winning. 11 of 13, winning 16 of 20, something like that. You know, they might have to do it a couple times because clearly one time in the first half of the year wasn't enough because you're still, you know, the twins are right there with you. So, yeah, you just have to catch fire. And, you know, like like Francona says all the time, it's a grind. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it, but the baseball season's far too long in my opinion. So, um, So if you enjoy it, go for it but uh but you're gonna have we're gonna have weeks where we come on here and say they're one of the worst teams in the league and then we're gonna have weeks that we come on here and say can they challenge the yankees for the al title so it's it's the roller coaster ride of uh of baseball season 162 games after watching the yankees play this week and i actually i put this one out on twitter because it wasn't that i was upset with it i know this happens every time when boston and New York, and the big-name teams come to Cleveland. But I'm listening to I, – I got the kids down. Everything was – Hope was out with one of her friends, and we were just – I was listening to the game, and I'm listening to Hamilton on the call, and I'm going – and every time the Yankees did something, it was cheers. And I'm like, you let the Yankees take over your ballpark. Like, the Yankees came in, took over your ballpark, and that's all these kids are hearing. Like, I mean – Yes, they did cheer for the Indians, but it's like it's not like you would normally hear, you know, on a against the Twins on a regular Thursday night. Like it was so different. Like it was. I mean, I know Yankees fans, but it's like it bothers me that people are like, "Oh yeah, well I'm a Guardians fan." Then the Yankees show up and the pinstripe hats come on. They're like, "Oh, we can root for the Yankees because they're in first place." Like that kind of crap. And it just it felt like that. And I even called our buddy Kevin, Kevin Arnold. And I was like, Kevin, what the heck? Like, why can't we not get – it's a big game. Like, I understand it's the Yankees coming. Why can't we just take over the stadium for once just for us? But I guess it's just the way Cleveland is. And, you know, it's something that we kind of have to deal with 
as Clevelanders because, you know, yes, I would love to go to a Guardians-Yankees game. I would love it. I got kids and other priorities that I got going on that I can't, I can't afford to go down to the ballpark whenever I want to or, you know, catch a $20 bleacher seat whenever I can, you know, if I get time off. You know, it's just – it's weird. I wish we could do better for the attendance. But like I told you, the one thing that I thought could help out is like, you know, you see all these games with empty seats. You know, most of these people don't sit down low. Bring everybody down to the lower bowl. Why are you having people sit in the bleachers when they don't have to sit in the bleachers? Let them sit close after like the third inning or fourth inning. Bring everybody inside the bowl. Let them actually experience the game in seats they would never sit in before. They already paid to be there. Why not just let them have some fun? That's what the athletics do. They shut off their upper deck because they can't get enough fans. But, I mean, to me, the attendance argument, the attendance discussion is kind of the chicken and the egg thing, you know. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Games. Well, you don't spend money. Well, we don't have money because you're not coming to the games. Well, until you spend money, we're not coming. And so it's just you go round and round and round. Every single year we hear about the attendance discussion, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I get it. I understand why it is what it is. But until we get a owner that's a billionaire and that's just going to spend his own personal money to put a winner on the field, you know, that's just kind of what we're at, you know, with uh, with Dolan as the owner. So it's not going to get any better. And we're going to be dealing with it. You know, it'll probably maybe get a little better next year with the team, another year of seasoning, another year of experience. But, um, you know, for me personally, this year, it's it's more of a rebuilding year. And it's nice to see. I think we are a little bit ahead of schedule because I didn't expect us to be hovering around 500 or maybe a little above 500. And, you know, beating the Yankees on Sunday, that was a big win. So hopefully they can use that in the second half and build some confidence. All right. So, Brian, we are almost at the All-Star break and right here. We're one game out of the wild card. Um, you know, we're three and a half games out of first. 13 games until the All-Star game. All right. Where would you feel comfortable for this team to be at that point in time? Like, do you want them to be where they're at now with three games back in Minnesota, still within striking distance? Uh, would that make you feel comfortable of maybe trying to buy somebody at the trade deadline? I mean, how would you feel about this team right before the All-Star game? Like, where do they need to be to still keep your attention going forward? Yeah, like I said, I think they're near their ceiling for this year. Um, you know, I, I doubt very much they will be buyers. I think, you know, they have one of the best front offices in baseball. So they know the trajectory of this team and where this team should be. And I think they're – probably with me and agreeing that this team is maybe overachieving a little bit. And, you know, unless we really start reeling off some wins and guys are maturing at a incredible rate and we think we can make a run at it at a championship. I mean, um, I, I don't think that they would, you know, sell off guys or mortgage the future. Maybe they'll make a small deal here or there, you know, with a younger guy that, they're not really bought in on or they don't see a ton of potential in, but maybe somebody else might. So maybe they bring, bring in a veteran for, for a young talent like that. But yeah, I, I think they just kind of stand pat and, you know, 
nobody wants to hear it in Cleveland, but just hope for the best. And if we make the playoffs, great. You know, I think the Cavs and the Guardians are kind of on the same trajectory right now as to where they're right on the cusp of making the playoffs. And, you know, it's just going to take another year of experience and another year of maturing and, you know, really understanding who our stars are of the team. And, you know, maybe by this time next year, those stars will be carrying us rather than just Jose Ramirez kind of doing everything. Yeah. And keep an eye on this team because Tito, his teams love to catch fire at the end of July and the first few weeks of August. I don't know what it is about Tito, but he gets them up to play in those times. They might be able to make a push then. Like you, like we said, we were hoping that the Cavs made the playoffs. Got They got into a playing game. That's awesome. If the Guardians could actually get into the one car, one game, wild card game, or the playing game for that, that would be awesome. That would be above expectations for everybody involved, or even be close to it. You know, a couple games within reach, because for one, that shows you how much Tito does mean to this, and how much the Indians organization does behind the scenes for these players. I mean, between the pitching coaches, the batting coaches, I mean, and also look. Look at the deal they made it for San Diego to bring in the Nailers, to bring in everybody they brought in when they got rid of Clevenger. Most of those guys are playing right now for us. Mm-hmm. You know, you just sit there and watch. So they're very savvy what they do. And I, I think I'm kind of with you. They might bring in a veteran. Uh, it won't be an expensive veteran, but they won't give up too much because they know what that farm system is right now. What moves could they make to give you hope for, was it? for the season. All right, Justin, if for me, the one hope that I have for the season is if they are within striking distance, like they are now the AL central, if they go out and actually do get a power bat an outfield power bat, that's where we need the most help. uh, Whether it be left field or right field, um, whether they got to trade for it, however they do it. Um, They do have assets in the farm system that they can give up, that they can afford to give up to bring in a veteran big bat here. But also, if you watch the Indians, if they do bring in a big bat like that, Bri, that big bat's going to be under control for some part of the time. Um, He's going to be younger. He's probably going to be anywhere to the age of 26 to 29, still in the 20s, I'm guessing. He still mm-hmm. have left on his options. Um, if not that, then I see them going hard with either reliever or starting pitcher, too, to help boast the bullpen and help out the rotation because we have a couple guys finally gaining their feet back. But, you know, McKenzie there for a little bit was kind of up and down. Savali, Plesak was the same way. Everybody's starting to find their groove now. And Bieber's starting to find his groove again. So starting pitching starting to get there. It's just we got to be patient and see what happens. And trade deadlines what like July twenty seventh or something like that. Yeah, usually. But mm-hmm. uh, I do have a Bry. We do have a guest probably coming on next week with us. Uh, Guardians guest. He writes for the GuardiansInsiders.com. and it's not Lada. Uh, I got to reach out to Lada to talk to him too. But 
We have sure. somebody else that wants to come on our show and talk some Guardians with us. Give us a little rundown of what's going on behind the scenes. Cool. So at that point in time, Bri, where are we at here? We have 44. I mean, we could get into a little bit with the uh, the Browns real quick. Um, Sean Watson had his Tuesday meeting with everybody. Um, it rolled into like three days. Um, news reports coming out. We're just playing a waiting game right now. A lot of people are saying next week we might hear something. It might be two weeks before we hear something. But everything's been sub- submitted. Everything's been taken care of. And we'll figure it out from there. Um, no really major news really came out of it. Um, the only one question I had was the NFL only presented five, like five or six of the 24 cases. And I was just kind of curious why just the five. I mean, you got 24 there. It should be for all of them, not just the five that you investigated. But, I mean, how do you feel that the uh, committee meeting and everything else went, Bri? To me, everything with Deshaun Boston and even Baker Mayfield is just, it's Groundhog Day. It's the same day over and over and over. What leak are we going to get today? What person's going to say, well, he might only be suspended for six games. And then the next day, well, he might be suspended indefinitely. And, oh, (laughs) Seattle's interested in Baker. Oh, now Seattle's not interested in Baker. Oh, Carolina was this close to trading for Baker Mayfield. And then another team stepped. It's like, you know, it's just, I don't know if it's just the media trying to create content because they know NFL is king. You know, there's nothing going on in other sports, really, that's too interesting. So, you know, they just keep continuing to beat the dead horse. And I understand it's a serious situation, and it really doesn't involve me at all. So I just wake me up once he gets his uh, suspension, and we'll deal with it there. I mean... Where I'm at now is still where I've been. You know, I'm expecting not to have him for the year. We can have him for 10 or less games. I think that's a win football-wise for the Browns. But I don't know. I mean, (laughs) next week I'll probably say the same thing, but there'll be 20 different reports from now till then about he's going to be suspended for the season or he's not going to be suspended at all. And we'll we'll get into next week. We'll get more into this. I, I we had to touch a little bit of calves because there you uh, go. Uh, huh? No, 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 no. I'm talking about no, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm talking like Mark, Mike Florio, all those guys with their scenarios of what's going to happen and stuff. Like I don't want to get into it, Bri, but I mean it's Brown's news right now. You know, but that's I don't know the thing. It's not news. It's not news until we find out what his suspension is. Well, fine then. We'll just do a whole episode next week of Fat Boy Tuesday. I say that I've been begging for weeks. Let's do. Let's spice it up. Let's do something a little outside of the box. Think well, of how about, uh, this? how about this? USC and UCLA are joining the Big Ten. Okay, I can get you down with that. That was exciting news. I know it was exciting news. I love every bit of it because you know what mm-hmm. that means now. Somebody else to beat up on Rutgers. <laughs> I mean, the large scale of what it means is it's the SEC and it's the Big Ten, and then, yeah. then it's everybody else. And who's going to get like, Who's going to get Clemson? I guess we'll find out the next year too. But uh, well, Notre know. Dame 
got some other baggage. We'll get into that next week. How about that? We'll get into the Big Ten. We're getting to college football next week. Screw it. We can do whatever. Let's have, yeah, let's uh, discuss a little what what your favorite this and that is. College football. I'm writing it down right now. Vinny, watch it. Writing it down. College football next it. week. Okay. Maybe a little bit of guards. See how they do finish up before their day off. If not, if not. We'll do whatever we want. It's our uh, show. We have eight more games of top guards. Yeah. What did he say? I don't know. I didn't hear what you said. You broke up. If not, we'll have about three more months to talk about the Guardians. That is true. That's very true. All right. All right. Well, buddy, get ready to click it. We're getting into Fat Boy Tuesday. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. What do you mean slow down? I was all excited. You, you actually, for, you actually for once got it. By the way, we're bringing Vinny back in for once. Well, what's really funny is Vinny is over here cracking knuckles and neck while I'm trying to talk to you, and all I keep hearing in the microphone is, and I'm like, "Sorry, boss. The only thing I hear is the clicking of your pen too. I hear you. <laughs> oh, that's nervous engine. Yeah, oh, okay. All right. So, push over the banner. No. Oh my lord! What are we doing no. here? There he is. All right. So, guys, how was your Fourth of July? All right. Let's let's go around. Let's get Vinny first. Vinny, how was your July Fourth? Uh, actually, really low key. So we went ahead and uh, who did we have with us? It was me, Eva, Ashlyn, and we uh, went out, grabbed a bite to eat at dinner. We didn't even bother cooking out or anything. Where'd and, you guys go to eat at? Uh, BJ's. Over by Great Northern. Oh, BJ's Brew House? Yep. Oh, that's a great place to eat, too. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, went ahead. Uh, I ended up getting some wings, and uh, Ashlyn had uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Nice. Yeah. And uh, what did Eva get? She got the uh, uh, fish, like the fish dinner. So Salmon? Pretty, pretty well-rounded all the way. Salmon, tilapia. No. Trout. Honestly, don't know. Okay. I don't know fish too well. But, uh, yeah, no, after that, we went ahead. Uh, our neighbor actually came on over, so we all kind of had fun together and uh, blew off some fireworks and uh, had a bonfire. So nice. It's pretty cool. All right, Big Brian, what about you? Uh, my actual 4th of July kind of sucked because I had to work. <laughs> Much what? like you probably know about that, yeah. So that wasn't great, but as far as the America celebrations throughout the weekend, they were awesome. Um, you know, we went to my wife's family uh, has a big throwdown um, on Saturday, the Saturday before the fourth, and playing volleyball, tons of good food, um, and then they put on this tremendous fireworks show that lasts like forty minutes this year. Um, so we had a blast there on saturday sunday just kind of chilling at uh the pool uh with my mom and my wife and hanging out and then we went out and got uh got some on tap and then yesterday went over to my aunt and uncles and had a bunch of uh delicious food and played some more volleyball and shot some hoops and cornhole and the whole nine yards so it was it was a fantastic weekend other than having to work and get up super early yeah, well, I know how that goes. 
<laughs> yeah, we did a uh, we did a five fifteen start on the fourth of July. Gotta love Take those. Take wake up, hey! You wake up, and the only car that is on the highway with you is either the guy that is just going home from the bar, or the other asshole that's got to go to work with you in the morning. <laughs> Which hey, I, got to, I got to, I got to wave at one of the guys that works with us. Didn't even realize it's him. I looked over, I'm like, oh shit, he's going to work too. Hey, <laughs> and then we had to go to work. But you know, like for us though, like our work, we only do a uh, mow and go most of the time. We had. I'm just happy it rained, right? Finally here in Ohio for it's been what three weeks, it feels like. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. God, it finally rained. Uh, but for us, it was kind of low key, also. We, um, you know, Hope's birthday, uh, all she wanted was a chocolate chip cookie cake. Nice. Uh, so I got that. I got a cookie cake and it had the American flag on it and everything, Bri. It was straight up America. Sweet. So we had that, and then we I actually cooked spaghetti uh, for the family. So we uh, that's kind of what I did for my family mm-hmm. on that night. But what we did with our boys is uh, 4th of July, and I think I said this last year, we, we like to drive around for the 4th of July. So at about 9.35, through the kids in the car, me and Hope in the car, we live here in North Olmstead. Took 480 to 71 and then just shot 71 straight up to Cleveland. Dude, you want to talk about some of the best fireworks that you will ever see. You have got to make that trip. I mean, people were shooting them over top the highway. We got over the bridge, over the steel yard. You could see 50 people over by the lake just throwing up fireworks everywhere. It is absolutely amazing. Then we rounded 90. Caught Lakewood fireworks and Bay Village fireworks on the way home. Nice. So, and it's just, and it's easy because you don't have to unpack the car, go sit down with the kids, wait for the fireworks, get eaten up by mosquitoes, get pissed off at other people that are sitting there. You just enjoy the ride. Like hearing the kids in the background counting how many fireworks they saw was amazing. Just listening to, oh, wow, look at that one. That one spun, Dad. I'm like, I can't. I'm driving. It's okay. You just enjoy it. I love you. (laughs) Like, it was a great time and just seeing how excited the kids get, especially for that. I mean, they, they were so pumped up that I think Alexander tried to do a flip in the car and missed. Like, it, I just, I don't know how to explain it because like I was telling hope, you know, where we grew up, you had to go somewhere to watch fireworks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no if, ands or buts about it. If you want to watch fireworks, you're driving 15 minutes, send your ass down watching fireworks here. Everybody shoots them off. You know, you have a whole city shooting off fireworks. There is one guy right next to 150th on 71. I'm not shitting you, shooting him right over top the highway. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. And I'm just there watching. I'm like, this is great. Like, it's lighting up the whole highway. How does uh, how does Betty do with the fireworks? Betty is. I I don't know how to explain it. She's not horrible, but she's not too bad. She kind of just. Like, if she's outside and hears them, she's not happy. But if she's inside in her comfy chair, she's fine. Okay. That's good. But, yeah, we had her outside, and they started, uh, you know, throwing up everything really late. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of our 4th of July. I mean, we cool. really didn't do much. It was just kind of it was kind of nice just hanging out because we've been doing so much the past few weeks beforehand with the kids, with, 
you know, everything else that's been going on. It's kind of nice mm-hmm. just taking a couple days and kind of just chilling. Well, did you do some grilling out? I did not do any grilling out. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Really? I have not. I have touched my grill probably three times this summer so far. I have not grilled out that much. I have. That is a, where's it at? Where's the fatty fail? Bring up the no, fatty fail. fail. We got to have it. got to bring up the fatty fail. <laughs> there it is. There's the fatty fail. Sweet. Yeah. Chris, for some odd reason, our kids weren't entertained last night. We were the ones lighting off the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Chris, that happens. I mean, you've been there. It's like. You're all excited because you're lighting off fireworks. The kids are like, ooh. Uh. Whatever. Seen that before. But we do have to get, since it is still Fat Boy Tuesday, into our hot dog eating contest. Women's champion, Mickey Sudo, won again. She won big. I think she had mm-hmm. like 40 hot dogs. So the next person's like 26. Wow. Yeah, she just killed it. But. We do have a little controversy, and I am pleading to Nathan's Hot Dogs National Hot Dog Eating Contest because I talked to Nick today. Mm -hmm. There was a protester that jumped up on stage in between Joey Chestnut and Nick. Now, Joey took him down, still polished off hot dogs afterwards. Baller there. But I asked Nick, I'm like, I am surprised I didn't see a Hulk Hogan leg drop on that guy. Nick was so pissed off at that guy that came up. Had, did you watch it, Bri? I didn't see it. I, I heard about this guy. I haven't even seen a video of uh, I, I saw or I heard that Chestnut choked him out. Um, he didn't. He just grabbed him. hold of him by the neck and then just pulled him off to the side. And then security tackled him. But he jumped right in between Nick and Joey as he was doing it. And knocked over Nick's water cups. Well, I I saw. Didn't Nick finish in second? No, he did not. Really? No, he finished. He said he I was think, like maybe one ahead of the other guy. He was neck and neck with. I I thought that he finished fourth. Really, fourth? No. Well, then the counter must have been screwed up because, from what I saw, like him and one other guy were neck and neck. And then I thought passed him right at the buzzer, but um, they were like at least three or four clear of that that fourth place guy. Yeah, Nick finished fourth. There was a new guy that finished third. Well, there's some so controversy right there. That's what I'm saying, right? I mean, we got throw the yellow flag out. Where is the where is the illegal hands to the face? All right, we have <laughs> got to throw out the fuck. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, how can they be that far off in counting to where, well, he's second or third, and he's like four more hot dogs than the next guy, but then, you know, after further review, you know, we drop him down, or the other guy had, I don't know how it works, I don't know if you can illegally eat a hot dog, like, can can you have one not count, even though you digest it, I don't know. (laughs) Well, yeah, true, I don't know either, I don't know the rules. I just know they stuffed her face, and that's amazing. And you know something, Brian? You sent me the uh, the Sports Center um, special on Nick mm-hmm. and Mickey. If you guys right. haven't got a chance to see that, 
please check that out. That is absolutely amazing. They're two of the most amazing people that we have met, especially on this show. And it was it's truly awesome to see them talk about each other, how their life goes, uh, about their son. Like it's just it's amazing. And I'll tell you what, he was he was there in full force, Mohawk, ready for the ride. He was I saw Nick walking out with him, cheering on Mickey. So it was mm-hmm. It's absolutely amazing what these two are doing. And, you know, more kudos to them. We love them here. They've been on our show a couple of times now. We love everything they do. Uh, we root for them. We talk to them behind the scenes. They're truly genuine, great people. And, you know, can't thank Nick enough for taking time out of his busy day to join us and have fun with us, talk about hot dogs and all sorts of other shenanigans we talked about. So, and even Justin, Justin said he enjoyed talking to him last week. So I, it's, it's just they both are incredibly humble and you know very down to earth, and that makes it easy to root for them. You know whatever they do. I know I was expecting the Hulk Hogan theme walkout too. I was hoping he would play it, Bry, but it That's didn't my, happen. I mean, Hulk Hogan and me; those are the only two people that can have that one. Well, no, no, it's not. My bro- brother no. sent me a uh, text message to the playlist that he was listening to yesterday and it was just all real American. Like 40 of them, same song. Like ultimate July playlist. Brian, it's not all about you. You're not 90 years old. I didn't make that song. Shave the top of your head, grow out a mullet, and a handlebar mustache, and then we'll talk. Blonde. One year. When is Hogan one year for Halloween? Yeah, I need you to shave your head, though. Yeah, those pictures are out there. I shaved my head before. Just been a while. Like like Hulk Hogan. (laughs) All right then. Still good song. I know it is. Every 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 time I hear it, I get so pumped up. All I hear is, "I am a real American," and then just, yep, guitar kicks in, and it's just done. I, I don't know what it is about it. Ready to run through a wall. Oh, did play the Hulk theme as I crossed the finish line of a 5K. Yeah, Justin ran like 14 miles yesterday for the 4th of July. Wow. Nice. I know. He's dedicated. You know, the thing I was thinking about 14 of was hot dogs and hamburgers. And he's running 14 miles. Unreal. 15. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed 14,000. You need to eat 14 hot dogs. Fatty fail, 15 miles. Where's it at? There it is. Fatty fail, 15. My bad. Heaven forbid I was off a mile. Jeez. All right. Yeah, it was It was definitely hotter than fresh turnout, too. <laughs> Never heard that one before. I might have to use that at work now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, let's get into our top three, and then we will do our trivia and my cousin Vinny's word of the day. What happened? Why? Why are you cussing at me? What I do? What? What? What's going on? There's we're some looking like- at each other, and we're just like son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, so our top three today is cook out games whether it be cornhole whether it be washer tosh whether it be a little ladder ball badminton volleyball 
dodgeball, kickball, water balloon fights, however you like it. Give me your top three cookout games that you like to play. And we will go with my big bry first. Big bry. What is your number three? Okay, well, I apologize. I didn't have a ton of time to come up with these, but without a ton of thought, here we go. Um, and I took the drinking games out of it. Beer pong, flip cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We took those out because those probably would be number one and two. But um, so my number three is Can Jam. I don't know if you guys ever played Can Jam. You know what it is? is the one with the Frisbee? Yep. yep. You got to put the Frisbee into the can, right? That is correct. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a weird one. Um, but once you get into it, it's kind of fun. Boy's got it for the birthday downstairs. We'll play it later. Oh, okay. Absolutely. For sure you should. Easy to do with a beer in your hand. That's kind of going to be a theme for mine is number two, uh, Cornhole. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of, it's something that you do, um, you know, whenever you see cookout or a tailgate or something it's like hey bring the cornhole boards bring the football we'll throw it around you know have some fun even though not great at it i still enjoy doing it from time to time and my number one i've kind of referenced it a couple times already and played it a couple times this year and it's backyard volleyball as long as you don't take it too serious you can have some fun with it um you know, sometimes you get that jerk in there that kind of just a little too competitive. But uh, as long as you have fun with it and, Don't you know, race that. you know, Don't you race that. Just anyway, you what do you got? And actually, somebody somebody brought to mind an even better one. Well, it's your turn. So give playing. me your top three. Number three. My my number three, actually, that I had was uh, both bags and or, you know, horseshoes. So. Kind of one in the same. Okay. You're just in bags and you know horseshoes. We call it cornhole here in Ohio. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> my number two, I was gonna say volleyball as well. Big Bry, I was gonna agree with you on that. And for some reason, my my Italian roots escaped me, and I saw bocce ball up there, and I'm like, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Definitely. So, uh, as far as my number one goes, Giant Jenga. Oh, I forgot about Giant Jenga. Always been fantastic, especially when you get the wind going and everything at uh, at that cookout uh, there that we had at the undisclosed location in 2022 that you missed out on. Um, they had Giant Jenga there, too. So It wasn't undisclosed. Toby put it out on Facebook. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, geez. By the way, it was at Miguel's house. And if you need Miguel's address, <laughs> we will give it to you. Several minutes here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my number three, kickball. Can't go wrong. With when was the last time you played kickball? Honestly, not that long ago. It was like a year and a half ago. I'll pay to see that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what I have to see mean? that now. Next time you get a kickball game, you better call me. Not yeah. a problem. Hey, <laughs> I bunt a lot. <laughs> and actually, Chris, <laughs> yeah, I just barely tie the ball and run. Because you know at that point in time, the guy that's catching. Pinch runner. Pinch yeah, runner. After I hit first base, you got to get a pinch runner. Can't do much after that. Um, so that's number two is cornhole, along with everybody else. Can't go wrong with playing cornhole. Number one, which we have the most fun at, and especially laughing, got to go with badminton. 
you get a little badminton net, you get those things going, and you can laugh your ass off for hours trying to hit them, <laughs> especially one hand on the beer, one hand on the badminton. And you, you go. just start going back and forth at each other. So mm-hmm. I got to do that. That's my number one. Um, I don't know how you still have cons from Saturday. He sent me a picture of all the cons. If you, I got tagged in it on uh, Facebook, but he got the party size cons bags. Sure. Holy cannolis. I showed Vinny them. Yeah. He goes, yeah, but most of that's 75% air. I'm like, touche. Right. <laughs> All right. So All right. let's finish up our show. Let's do uh, My Cousin Vinny's Word of the Day first. Let's finish that up. And then we will finish up the trivia. Oh, no. It's here. I haven't touched the button yet. Cantankerous. Cantankerous. All right. Our lovely oh. word of the day. Quickly go through the definition. Again, A, B, C, D. Uh, what is suitable for occasion or situation? B, difficult or irritating to deal with. C, to show or expose falseness of it. And D, dazzle or impress with liveliness or wit. Bri, would you like to go first? Not really. I'm going to go B. All righty. Yeah, I was between B and D. So to be different, I'll say D. Big Bry. Okay. And the answer is B. Dang. It is well, difficult, uh, irritating to deal with. All right, Brian. Let's do the trivia. Now, Craig, you won't hear at the beginning. Craig, I got your hat in a box along with another special gift and the gift card to Mr. B's. I will get it out to you this week. I apologize for the delay. For July, shit got crazy here. So on that note, Brian, give me your trivia. Yeah, I'm trying to read out what I wrote here. Kind of spilled the beer on my uh, notes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, Definitely the, Brian Bring it back up line. again. That's another Brian yeah. Fail. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well done. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> nice. You guys didn't even know when I spilled my beer, so I'll have to clean it up later. Anywho. Um, never told us. <laughs> the, uh, the two teams that are tied for the most losses in the NFL for the last five seasons. All right, so one person said Detroit. And you said, so I'm going to go to Detroit for one of them. Okay. The other one might shock you. I'm going to go with the New York Giants. You are half right. It is both the New York teams. Jets and the Giants. So as good as the Yankees are, Take some solace in knowing that uh, their football teams suck. Yes, so, both of them. Both yep. of them. Suck. I wasn't going to ask you who has the most wins in the last five seasons, but I thought that might be too easy. What would your answer have been? Either Green Bay or Kansas City. Kansas City would be correct. Number two was a little surprising as New Orleans. Well, yeah, they had. Well, see, New Orleans did so great during the regular season, then they poo pooed it in the playoffs. 
Oh, yeah. And, you know, they played in a relatively easier division until Tom Brady came. But then even when Brady came, they beat them all the time. So they had plenty of good seasons until last year. Well, gentlemen, we are here at the end of our show. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, Next week, we will be talking college football and the landscape of college football. So, Bri, get your Michigan gear on. We're about to go there midsummer. All right. Normally it's November we start to bring out the hate, but it's going a little early this year. Sure. Make sure yeah, we want to talk. Has it been a thousand days since Ohio State beat Michigan? Or how many days has it been now? I don't know, but can you still fit in your Tom Brady jersey? It doesn't matter if I can fit in it, I will fit in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so a question. You're gonna come out- so you're kind of come out looking like Zeke Elliott in the national championship game, huh? <laughs> Zeke Elliott. Me and Zeke Elliott probably tipping the scales the same amount right now. Hey, he got paid millions. What'd you get? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I meant that in college, not in the pros. All oh. right. <laughs> we can say that now. All right. Let's close out our show. Jesus, got off rails. All right, we want to thank our troops, our first responders for everything. You guys are amazing. Can't thank you enough. Also, please, if you guys want to join the APA, please get a hold of me or Vinny or Bry. We'll get you in touch with Harold Keel. He is paying for membership fees for the year for somebody to play. So if you want to join, please hit us up. Also, thank you, Harold, for everything you've done for us. And Craig's laughing at us now. Um, but on that note, guys, we got to close it down. We got stuff to do, all right? So, Vinny, wish him good night. Hey, have a great night, everybody. Brian, God bless him. God bless you. God bless America. I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked, unloaded. We're out. We'll see you next week at 6. Peace. Cantankerous.